Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Tuesday, the 18th of May. Today, we're talking the Australian Open heading offshore, a goal-scoring goalkeeper, and the NRL's mission to protect the head. But first... And yesterday, home is where Australian cricketers, coaches and commentators finally arrived after fleeing India's COVID nightmare. Australian cricketers and staff touched down in Sydney today from the Maldives on a private flight after fleeing COVID-ravaged India 14 days ago. The 38 players and officials that include Steve Smith, Pat Cummins and Dave Warner will now spend two weeks in a strict quarantine. But Prime Minister Scott Morrison was quick to remind people that despite his unabashed love for the sport, there was no special privilege given to the returning cricketers. No, no, they they had to do what everyone else did. Uh, They did not take one place in quarantine uh, that anyone else might have otherwise had. That's something we insisted on with the New South Wales State Government um, when they were going to allow that flight back in. But what I think most people are forgetting is that included in the group of returning Australians is former test opener Michael Slater, which means we're one step closer to what would be can't-miss TV. This is the Great Debate! Remember, Slater went on something of a Twitter rant aimed at the Prime Minister over the decision to close Australia's borders and not only invited Morrison to jump on his private jet to observe the dead bodies in the streets of India, but also challenged ScoMo to a debate any time. And now that Slats is back on Aussie soil, I say let's make it happen. What do you think, Skomo? Let me take you up on that. Sounds like the PM is in. In the wake of the NRL's Festival of the Sinbin, a.k.a. Magic Round over the weekend in Brisbane, the NRL have hit back in the strongest way possible with a really boring presentation from the game's head of football elite competitions, Graham Annesley. Uh, I've prepared some information for you uh, regarding... Uh, some of the incidents that we've seen over the weekend. Whoa, Graham, settle down, mate. You know, of course, you can argue about a decision here or a decision there, whether it was exactly right, you know, whether something should have been a sin bin or whether it should have been left on report. That'll come down to some matters of personal opinion. But uh, by and large, uh, the intent of the Commission's directive was carried out in round 10. I don't reckon Graham gets asked to emcee a lot of weddings. Boring, right? I'm so boring. Allow me to summarise so you don't have to sit through the whole thing. Graham, on behalf of the NRL, presented a bunch of documents that showed the NRL had given everyone the heads up that the crackdown on head high incidents was coming, and they shouldn't have been surprised by the 14 sin bins and three send-offs they saw on the weekend. Rugby League Chairman Peter Volandi's response was slightly stronger. The last thing I want to see is what I saw on the weekend, having one of our marquee players on the floor for two minutes, not moving. What sort of side is that? What message is that sending mothers? What fans want that? That's the thing that disturbs me, is who wants to see that? Who wants to see someone injured and someone hurt on the ground? I don't, and I will do everything in my power to stop it. Volandi speaking there to Channel 9's Danny Widler. Uh, Have you got anything else to add to that, Graham? No, I'll just quickly uh, run through the games one by one. I won't spend any time on this because I can't talk about the incidents anyway. Oh, God, no, let's just move on to the next story. If you've ever played FIFA on PlayStation as a kid, you'll know there's nothing more satisfying than using your goalkeeper to try and run the length of the field and score a goal. And, yeah, it rarely ends well. But yesterday, in the final minute of extra time, and with scores level at one all between Liverpool and West Bromwich Albion in the EPL, 
Liverpool's Brazilian goalkeeper Alisson went forward to contest the final corner of the game. A hero needed in red or maybe black. Make yourself a story. It's Alexander. Oh, it's Alisson! Unbelievable! The big Brazilian stopper has only gone and gone forward and scored a header with the last touch of the game. Alisson became just the sixth ever goalkeeper in the Premier League to score and most importantly, keeps alive Liverpool's hopes of finishing in the top four and qualifying for the Champions League. The Brazilian admitted that it was the first goal he had ever scored in his professional career and dedicated it to his father who passed in February. Football is my life. I play since I remember as a human being uh, with my father. I hope he was here to, to see it, but uh, I'm sure that he's seen with the guard on his side and celebrating. Remember when all those tennis players cracked the sads earlier in the year because they had to quarantine in hotels before they could compete at the Australian Open for hundreds of thousands of dollars? Close to 15 days in this room. That's also another day that we can't practice. My name's Tennis Australia and I'm so cool! Well, they might have the last laugh. It's feared Melbourne could lose the Australian Open and Grand Prix as a result of Australia's extended border closure and quarantine requirements. The ABC reports that the federal government's prediction of closed borders until mid-next year could force the Australian Open to move out of Australia if an agreement can't be reached on softer quarantine conditions. Although Tennis Australia CEO Craig Tiley remains confident. Both the federal government and the state government, we worked hand in hand on delivering 2021. So if that relationship continues and we trust each other, we'll get to a good solution. Mm, not sure that the social distancing regulations would have allowed you to actually work hand in hand with anyone, Craig. Meanwhile, the Australian Grand Prix, which has already been rescheduled from March, November this year, is also at risk. And that is your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for Tuesday, the 18th of May. I'm Liam Flanagan. We'll see you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.